0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to another episode of Baraka Broadcast. Today, our guest is Coach Indira. أتذكر يوما كنت تعانق to الفكر the الله في صبر تسري القلب تتحوم كالطير Al Kayri. alaikum, coach Indra, how are you doing today?
1: Olekum salam, I'm great, how are you?
0: Alhamdulillah So to start off, I would like you to tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Um, So I'm originally from Bosnia. Uh, I left Bosnia when I was four years old. When the war began in my country, we fled and we moved to Germany as asylum seekers. We lived in Germany for two years and then um, waited for our paperwork to get done and then moved to Los Angeles, California when I was six. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was raised there with my family, Alhamdulillah um grew up playing various sports um what else do you want to know about my college like life what, yes. what it you like um i got a scholarship to play at tulane university which is in new orleans alhamdulillah. um had a really good uh, successful time there and then after that i moved back to california started coaching basketball and working on my master's Mm -hmm. um and then during that time i uh, decided to go um get back into shape and play professionally
0: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: alhamdulillah which i did i ended up going to play in europe for a couple years Mm -hmm. and then there's like a whole long story after playing in europe and alhamdulillah starting to wear the hijab so it's up to you whatever you want to know
0: so while you started playing basketball what were your struggles first of all coming from another country where you had to flee war And being from Bosnia and being a Muslim, what were your first struggles playing basketball in college?
1: It's a great question. Um. So yeah, being obviously only the only Muslim on my team and fasting and, uh, during that time, you know, had Ramadan and things like that. Uh, playing Division One level at that like high level and how hard we practice, I would say that was um very, a feeling of very loneliness at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and teammates not understanding. You know, they were supportive, but just not really fully understanding like why I wasn't able to eat with them and drink with them. Um, but overall, uh, I would say that was Different, but I was really, really accepted and welcomed uh, by my coach and by my teammates. Usually, like they do those team huddles, and they, you know, um, mm-hmm. they they worship. You know, most of them are Christians, and they do like a more of a Christian uh, prayer. But um, the coach told me after I graduated that I was the first athlete that made her think about that, and 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 including everybody. And mm-hmm. she stopped the prayer circle being uh, out loud spoken. She had every circle up and hold hands, and everybody would pray to whatever they believed in um so that from that end um that was a great opportunity to to show growth and inclusion and diversity and my coach really did that and and i'm forever grateful so yes there were struggles being the only muslim on the team um for myself but then on the other side it did get an opportunity for people to learn and and discuss and 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 they did include me so that so that was great Mm
0: How, how are you able to keep your Muslim identity while being surrounded by other, other religions, other cultures? How did you keep your Muslim identity and were like, I have to stay on what I'm doing, even though I'm doing what my passion is. So I have to keep on what my religion asks me to do, but I, while being, while playing basketball as a side.
1: Nice question. Mashallah. Um, to be honest with you, I grew up without wearing the hijab and, mm-hmm. but I was always still Muslim and Alhamdulillah and my family and those values that they kept at home. Um, so I didn't go to parties. I didn't do those um, those things that most athletes do. My um, mm-hmm. family was very strict when it came to that. They were like, you know, you can play sports, you can play basketball, uh, but you are, will not do those things that everybody else is doing. Um, that was especially until high school, college. I always f- did feel the pressure, and I know other college uh, athletes feel that pressure as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muslims, uh, uh, non-Muslims, everybody alike, and um, you know, it's it's really just finding similar like-minded people uh when you are a college, college campus uh that have the same values and, and goals as you mm-hmm. um and then alhamdulillah when i was playing professionally uh overseas and i started to really desire to put on the hijab and really feel like i wanted it um alhamdulillah that was a big test from Allah and I feel like he made me choose between basketball and hijab and at that time in my life alhamdulillah, he guided me to to choose uh, the hijab over the um over the basketball and so then I had stopped playing professionally because FIBA didn't allow women with hijab to play professionally um and at that time it was a really choice uh, am I going to choose to just kind of allow others to make a choice for myself and other women that want to wear the hijab uh, while playing the sport that they love. And I chose, no, I'm going to fight for the rights of Muslim women, for myself, for other Muslim women, so that they can, um, alhamdulillah, now they can... Um, play professionally and amateur and just for fun with the hijab because FIBA is a ginormous organization it's like FIFA it's Mm -hmm. on all seven continents and uh, the fact that they didn't allow the hijab to be worn nor the yarmulke or the turban was just a disgrace to me because it's just excluding large numbers of of people so alhamdulillah at that time I chose to start an online campaign and that online campaign got a lot of support and then also care Mm -hmm. mashallah uh, they were absolutely amazing They got in contact with the U.S. Olympic Committee um, saying this, you know, Muslim uh, American woman, uh, if she were selected to the USA national team, she wouldn't be able to play because of the hijab. And then they got the USA Olympic team involved. So it was Mm -hmm. all these powerhouse uh, organizations coming together. um, And alhamdulillah, that forced the the FIBA uh, organizing committee, basically the decision makers, to allow hijab and yarmulke and turban to be worn while playing basketball. Basketball. so it was a struggle um but alhamdulillah it was a well worth struggle and i don't regret stopping in play at all um alhamdulillah for wearing my hijab yeah uh
0: what were you, so you mentioned that you didn't wear the hijab earlier and then started wearing the hijab what struggles and challenges did you face while doing the switch and then also trying to play professionally one as you mentioned was not being able to play in the beginning because it was not allowed and then other struggles that you also faced in basketball and while you were in your normal day life as well.
1: Mashallah, I've I've done a lot of interviews and I will say the questions that you're asking are far different and more uh, in depth. So I'm very impressed, mashallah. Uh, But to answer your question, uh, the switchover was a little bit difficult uh, because I was the same athlete. I was a very high level athlete. I was able to do what um, you're supposed to do as a professional basketball player. Um, but now all these teams that wanted me to play for them, they no longer wanted me to play for them because I started to cover. And so the irony of that, and it's quite sad in my opinion, and it's Mm -hmm. quite disappointing that we are still living in this world and day and age where people say like, you know, we want to include women and we want to support them. Mm -hmm. And, oh, especially the woman that wears the hijab is oppressed. Um, but actually I was being oppressed by not being allowed to play during that time. Um, and so that was a big struggle because I couldn't. I, I was trying to explain to them, I'm wearing, this I usually play with a sports job, it completely mm-hmm. cut, like goes inside. And I was like, this is actually more advantageous to me. I don't have my hair flying anymore around. It's actually much more safer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, you know, I, I cover my arms when I'm playing and 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 legs and all that. And I would tell them, eh, what's the difference between me and another athlete that does that? Just to, uh, they're called leg wa- like warmers and arm warmers mm-hmm. for muscles. And there's plenty of athletes that do that as well, just non-religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, uh, that was quite quite frustrating at that time because I I was at the top of my career and anybody that's watching this that knows what top of your career is to give that up um, is very, very hard. Um, And I just got many strange looks, when I started to play with my hijab, people were shocked, but uh, that's the negative side. On the other positive side of things, to be honest, um, alhamdulillah, I've been able over the years to change the mindset of many people um, mm-hmm. and they they give uh, women a difference. Um, what I've noticed is an understanding that we can do those things if we put our time and effort and uh desire to play at a high level and they start to just have more open questions about islam and the hijab and what does that mean and so for me i've taken really um honor in that inshallah that uh this is something that inshallah i can continuously uh represent in a positive uh manner and that like uh, people see me as a coach now and uh that's where i'm at now as as in this type time in my life but as a player they were like oh wow that woman can really ball um whereas when i first step sort of court they would be shocked and their mouths were open and oh mm-hmm. my god what is that is is she really going to play you know comments here and there Um, and then I just ball out, you know, I'd play, have a really good game. And then after the game they tell us like, you know, you really, um, shocked us. You really, uh, changed our mindset and, and, and we really appreciate that. So over the years, that's been really, really, um, I see it as a blessing, Alhamdulillah. It's opened up a lot of com- conversations about the deen and about the religion and how beautiful it is. Um, and so for me, that's an honor that I'm able to 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 do now because before nobody knew I was Muslim, you know? It's like yeah. blue-eyed, white woman. Um, and so now, obviously, we don't this crown, this hijab on our head, or and I do. And other athletes have come out, started you know playing more, more sports since all of these uh, overturns have happened in the last six years. Mm-hmm of bands in many various sports and more and more women are feeling comfortable to go out in their hijab and play, play the sports they love.
0: What was something that inspired you to keep going, keep uh, striving to play while wearing the hijab and also go on and actually make a campaign so that every person is able to play? What was that? What was something that inspired you to keep going?
1: Great question. Um, honestly, I come from a, a, fe- a, a family of like female warriors and uh, like always being taught to fight what you think is right. Uh, fight for the things that uh, you believe in and that you love. And basketball has been, I, I think, a lot every day for this sport. It's helped me get through many hardships. It's allowed me to get a scholarship, not just for um. Uh, I I got a scholarship to a private high school, then for college, and then even for masters and all that. So it has opened up a lot of doors for me. Mm -hmm. And so why would I just quit on this thing that's been there for me since I was age nine? uh, Because some organization is saying I can't play professionally with it. And so just my love and passion for the sport made me not quit. And then On the other side my understanding of that it's not right to tell Mm -hmm. a woman that she can't play a sport because she wants to wear a hijab um and so that fight in me of i will put myself out there i will create these campaigns i will talk to people um and honestly at that time in my life i I was in my mid 20s. And so I had maybe five, six years left to play. But -hmm. I was thinking about the generation, the generations to come of little young girls around the world that want to or maybe in the future will want to. Um, I just didn't want them to go through, honestly, the pain that I was going through at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted them to just freely and confidently be able to play in their uh, sports a job and, and be confident and nobody tell them, oh, no, you can't play because you have that thing on your head.
0: So I actually sent out a poll to ask any questions that people wanted to ask my guests. Mm-hmm. And one question that I actually got was, was wearing the hijab a hurdle for you? Or was it something that was a push factor for you?
1: Uh, do you know what, what, by what they meant push factor?
0: Basically, push factor as in it helped you push yourself through. Like, I'm wearing this hijab because... It, it's like a honor for me and I want to wear it and continue wearing it and use it as a symbol for everybody to see.
1: Oh, that's a beautiful question. That's a deep question. I mean, along the way there was there were definitely hurdles uh with wearing the hijab as I mentioned earlier, but it was 100 percent a push. Alhamdulillah, once Allah and I, I think a lot of sisters uh understand this, once Allah guides you to wear the hijab, there's there's very little that will stop you from wearing it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, may Allah keep us all on that faith and that that strong feeling because mm-hmm. once it's there, um it I I used to tell, like I was supposed to play for the Bosnian national team mm-hmm. and and they told me, you know, what, what are we going to do with your hijab? Can you take it off? And I was like, absolutely not. Like, you either will let me play with the hijab or I will not play at all. Um, I also got invited to play with the USA uh, National B team. And they also asked them the same thing. Would you be okay to play without the hijab during the game and then put it on after? And to me, that was just um, infuriating at the time. And also, I was trying to be understanding to them because they don't understand uh, how an honor it is to play to be guided to wear the hijab and make this decision daily. Um, So it was definitely a push, the fact that I felt so strongly. um, And obviously it's an up and down hurdle, Mm-hmm. i think we need to be more honest that it's not the easiest thing in the world for a woman to wear a hijab and, and from my perspective and we should be more uh open and supportive of women um in acknowledging that and saying like mashallah like keep it up sis. because especially in the western society and the world that we live in you know it's it's just expected um and unfortunately we are seeing so many women take off the hijab and i think that if we discussed that it is a struggle and that it is a daily um, Um, uh, challenge to put it on when so many people around you don't, but you're choosing it daily to do that. And for the sake of Allah, that there's beauty in that and Allah rewards struggle, not just with hijab and in so many other jihads. And so to me, you know, the struggle is the point of it. Like when you truly start to understand the deen and the religion and, and your love for Allah, it's like the struggle is what it's about. And it's not supposed to be all, you know, butterflies and flowers yeah. and all that. So yes, it's, um you're, you're not going to be the most comfortable person wherever you are, when you're maybe one or two of you are wearing hijab, but that's the kind of the power of it and the symbol of it. Um, and I just ask Allah to continue to guide me and everybody else, whether they're perfectly fine keeping it on or having struggles to, to make it easy for us, inshallah.
0: And finally, I have one last question. What is, uh, what is something that you could say to the youth of today and how, what is something that you would like to tell them to in a way to keep going?
1: That's a beautiful question. You know, I'm honest with the youth and, and teenagers. Like if I could go back and start wearing the hijab earlier I would have um there's something beautiful in it there's it's it's powerful and you should be confident to wear it no matter what anybody says no matter what Western media says no matter what um your friends say good or bad it's it's you and and your journey with Allah and uh for me the day that I started to wear it It's um, something that I, that feeling I will never forget. And I think all women should experience that. And that daily commitment, choose the hard way. You know, a lot of us sometimes it's like, oh, it's just easier. And, and, you know, things are going on in Afghanistan. And and now I'm more worried. And yes, these things are real situations that women have to go through that wear the hijab. And, um, you know, you have to be more aware of the things that are happening in your life. But to the youth, just understand that when it's time there's a reason for it um that allah asked of this of us demanded this of us and uh, at the end of the day inshallah every single one of us will be rewarded and just take it day by day you know sometimes uh, we're overwhelmed or um e- society and family members and expectations are very very harsh um don't be too hard on yourself if you're not fully ready um take it day by day and that's what i do i just take it day day by day and i think that that's the best advice to, to anybody um youth or adult literally it's uh, this journey as our Prophet ﷺ said, like our heart and our deen, you know, is gonna go up and down like this so many times. And we have to understand that and be okay with that and also just go back to Allah. And, um, I think that's my message to the youth is take a day by day, enjoy the hijab, find nice hijabs that you like to wear, that you feel comfortable in, um, something that you be, feel beautiful in, um, it's all, and it should be fun. Like choosing clothes. I always say that, like the more that you fall in love with the hijab and you make yourself feel good about wearing the hijab, then, then, then you'll be, it'll be easier for you to put it on and, and find your style and find the things that make you excited to wear that hijab.
0: Well, Jazakallah Khairan, Coach Indara, for joining us today in your very busy schedule and telling us about your journey from coming from Bosnia and playing basketball and all your struggles. Jazakallah Khairan. We'll we'll see you next time, inshallah. Thank you so
1: much for this interview. That was awesome. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for watching today's episode. Be sure to check out our other episodes as well as our Instagram page at Baraka Broadcast. Email us or comment down below and let us know what you think of our content. And if you have any questions. See you next time. InshaAllah.